Welcome to the Subscription Secrets Podcast, your quick guide to mastering the subscription business world. So dive into concise episodes packed with strategies, expert insights, and real success stories to ensure success in your subscription business. Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm going to talk about the psychology of subscribing, a really important concept and I want to talk about a little bit of the perspective of your prospects, customers, past, present, future and also how you can approach your business and different strategies that we use in our subscription businesses and I also work to implement and execute for clients in all sorts of subscription first niches uh, and subcategories. So I'm going to talk about five key things when it comes to psychology and my background is psychology. I have a degree in psychology. It's kind of one of my first loves was learning about the psychology of the human mind and and how we work internally. I suppose it made sense that I then went into sales and marketing and founded an agency and and that's very much the foundation of everything I do is psychology based because ultimately that's the foundation of everything. That's the foundation of why people buy, why they're engaged. Um, And also strategically as a business owner, how we convert those people and engage with them in ways that entertain, build trust, loyalty, and of course, elicit that end conversion. So the five things I'm going to talk about today, just to outline it quickly for you, and then we'll get stuck in. I'm going to talk about understanding the true appeal of subscription boxes. I'm going to talk about the emotional engagement factor. So beyond just products, how you build a brand story, how you create a connection, uh, we'll talk about the power of personalization um, and the uh, different things that go into that. So tailoring experiences. I do have another session in the podcast. Make sure you check that out. That spends a bit more time on the power of personalization. And that, of course, is really important. So maybe check that out after this one. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about creating a sense of value and quality in your product, in your offering, in different ways you can strategically do it. And then finally, talk a little bit about strategies for sustaining long-term engagement. And of course, what is the point of a subscription service if you're not building loyalty and people are staying around? Otherwise, it's just a single product. You know, you're selling one time and then you're leaving it. Um, so how to do that is uh, really, really important. So before we get stuck in, I want to just take a little moment and talk a little bit about overarching psychological principles. So when we're talking about marketing, um, we want to elicit all sorts of things in our prospect or our customer, things like delight, joy, fear of missing out. Um, And we also use a lot of strategies like scarcity, urgency principles to really leverage little psychological processes within the human mind to get them to buy, right? And uh, those are that's a whole other session we can talk about. Um, but today I'm going to talk more about the psychology of your users and a few different strategies that you could deploy literally after listening to this and go make it work for your business, start generating more sales, more revenue, upselling uh, customers, all this good stuff that we strive for as subscription business owners. Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is understanding the appeal of subscription boxes. Why do people buy into subscription services or subscription boxes and what is the overarching reason for that Um, i think there's kind of two pivotal principles here the first of which is the novelty factor right so the actual 
I guess, endeavor of receiving something that is a surprise. The element of surprise is very uh, powerful and anticipation. And that really creates a unique appeal when you have something that people look forward to every month. It's maybe, you know, there's different types of subscription products, of course. You know, there's like um, fulfillment or, um, you know, refreshing. So, you know, skincare, things like that. Um, That's a more necessity thing. Like as in, I really love this product. I want to get it every month. um, So I'm going to subscribe to it. That doesn't necessarily bring delight. It maybe brings a little bit of comfort and ease and trust and those types of emotions in somebody, but it doesn't necessarily build delight. But uh, with subscription boxes and different services that you can offer, there's the opportunity to really go to the next level. So you're giving somebody something of high perceived value, but you're also offering something that really creates that feeling of anticipation, surprise, excitement of what's going to land this month. So I would suggest most subscription businesses have that surprise element, at least in some form or other. Um, And there's one way you could do it, even if you're uh, kind of a replenishment style of subscription service where, you know, maybe it is like skincare or baby products or things like that. And the, the way to do that is really to throw in some surprises for people and that way they know that there's something else coming on top of just their great replenishment service that they love Um, but the novelty factor is definitely a powerful principle because it creates that surprise anticipation and excitement for what they're about to receive the second thing of course is convenience you know what is the appeal of subscription it's convenience you go into amazon and like i say i keep using that example but it's a good one Uh, maybe you're dealing with like uh, skincare or supplements, and you know that the supplements will last for 30 days, the skincare product will last for about 60 days, something along those lines, and you can then choose at your ultimate convenience when to receive and subscribe and renew those types of products. So convenience is really a huge part of it, which is you can just set and forget, and then it's partly a curated experience. Does it meet the modern customer's desire for personalized and hassle-free shopping. Those are thought processes that you have to go through as a business owner and really think, how can we check all these boxes? So we've got the novelty factor. How do we we get that? Well, we run a skincare product. Um, maybe we'll throw in a free sample every single month. We'll th- uh, maybe throw in some swag that'll kind of you know create a little bit of anticipation. And of course, subscription itself is convenient, so that's great. But how can we really make it totally hassle-free? Uh, well, we'll you know deliver uh, in an ad hoc you know fashion as people need it, but we'll also do the subscription element of the core box, and then they can upsell in. It's really like creating that convenience cycle, um, and so you can actually think about how to do that for your business. Now, the second component of psychology of why people subscribe is the emotional engagement aspect. And that goes far beyond just the products that you offer. Why would people buy? Why are are people interested in your brand above all the others? You know, maybe you're in a competitive niche and it's hard to get noticed and and bring attention to yourself. Uh, But even if it isn't, maybe you're just like starting out and you're the the first to kind of tap into your particular niche. Those are kind of two different ends of the scale. 
But I think it's really important to bring uh, a story to your brand and and to build a really successful brand. I think it's important to emphasize the emotional connection through the methodology of storytelling. You know, how do you create a relatable, compelling brand narrative that makes possible subscribers or existing subscribers want to be a part of it. You know, they have that, the fear of missing out uh, as part of that, but also just that they're drawn psychologically to your brand. A lot of that will start with the story that you tell people on your website, in your marketing materials, via influencers, via advertising, via blog posts, all sorts of different ways to do that. So I would stress the urgency and importance of starting out when you're mapping out your journey as a business and a brand really start with the story the story is what sells products and services so you can hinge that in many different ways you can hinge it off um pain points you can you know let people know that you understand their pain and you know as a brand this, these are our ethics and we're really committed to for example an eco style of operation um you know maybe you're striving to be carbon neutral maybe um you know maybe your your story your personal story is the core story of that uh, that you you tell the people so this is where i came from this is where i got to the reason i built this brand is because these types of products help me get to this elevated level of success where I previously was here, right? So it's the journey that people can see themselves going on because when they buy in, they're maybe at point A and you want to get them to point G or something. And so you can show them how your products or services got yourself there and how they got people just like them. So social proof, using that and leveraging that just in the same way you will other psychological principles like scarcity and urgency, but showing people how, look, you're at this point, you really want to get to this next level. This is how you do it. You subscribe to our service above all others, because here's the framework we have, here are the products or services, and these are the benefits. And this is a true story about how I did this, right? So that's more personal brand story. The other thing you want to really create, which is super important in terms of emotional engagement, and I say this all the time, is build community connection. It's one thing to have a brand, right? You sell some products. If that is the end of the customer journey with your brand, you're not going to be able to keep them in line to subscribe again and again and again for very long at all. So what you want to do is you want to create a community connection. Now you can do that in multiple ways. You can create a Facebook group, a community within your website. Um, you can offer um, private access to certain things, things like that. And you can also tell people to go out and start talking about what you do and why your brand is different. So reviews, influencers, forums, social media groups, exclusive events, things like that. But what those things do is they enhance the product or service offering, which is really kind of top level. These are the physical things that you get from our brand. It enhances that and it really brings a sense of belonging, loyalty, engagement, trust. And that's how you keep people around for a long time. So whether it is maybe a private group access, a VIP experience, or whatever the case may be, you want to start thinking about how to fill that big hole in the business plan because the products and services may sell for a while, but these other components like community connection, that's what's going to keep people staying around longer and longer and giving you more chances to delight them, right? Okay. 
So third on the list is the power of personalization. And as I said at the start, I do a session on this separately, so I'm not gonna delve too far into this particular topic. But the idea is that by tailoring experiences, by personalizing your box contents based on your subscriber preferences, that leads ultimately to higher satisfaction and reduced churn. That's as, as simple as we can make it. By creating personalization options, and here's the thing, whether you're using any of the platforms for subscription, you'll be able to gather some data from people, whether it's things like their personal preferences, like sizes, styles, colors, whatever your product is, of course, that's gonna vary a little bit. Um, in our watch club, we have size, style, color, materials, um, and then we have like a kind of uh, a sort of more uh, qualitative approach where we say, look, here's 10 watches. Tell us which ones you love and which ones you hate and that type of thing. So it really creates this engagement factor where people feel that we're listening and we are, right? And so you can do it that way with like a survey, a personalization sequence when you onboard somebody and they can manage those preferences in their back end of the system. And the other ways you can do it is you can actually build a box, right? You can start with a core box and say, hey, look, these other products are what people love adding to this box to really enhance the success that they have or the feeling that they have. Would you like to add this one on for $5, this one on for 10, this one for 20? Yes, no, yes, yes, check out. And suddenly, the psychology of that means that they feel they've personalized it. Ultimately, what they've done is they've given your brand more revenue, more money, um, which is great. But what they're gonna get is a more substantial, customized and tailored box than they ever would otherwise have got if you just run like a basically a, a generic type of you know here's your box it's a mystery box you get a load of stuff there you go right so personalization is really really important the second facet to personalization over just tailoring the experience and the, the products is feedback loops and that is super important because that really allows you as a business to regularly gather and act on customer feedback so you can continually refine and personalize your offering in future, make it better. Because believe me, as good and as well as you can plan for personalizing your product or services, there are always gonna be things that you maybe haven't thought of that people request. Um, and some of them aren't gonna be possible to implement. You know, technology maybe isn't there or logistics is gonna cause issues if you allow them to do this. We certainly have run into that in some of our businesses give you an example in our watch club we allowed people to pick and choose what we called um you know, curated time they could pick and choose specific watches that they would like and we would endeavor to fulfill those that became logistically a, a nightmare because of the number of brands we work with minimum order quantities all sorts of other factors so we couldn't really be successful with that but we we kind of um hit it out of the park because we allowed them to give us feedback and, and offered a concierge surfa, uh, service for subscribers. So that's just a way to get around that, right? But what I would suggest is that you automate in your system. This is the way I do it. Um, as you know, probably by now, I use Subly for all my subscription businesses and most of my clients' subscription businesses. We do use WordPress, uh, Shopify, CreateJoy, um, Kajabi if it's a, a digital circle lots of different platforms but 
depending on what you use, you should be setting automations in your email sequence that sends out and requests feedback from your customers. And that data will be very, very important for you to be able to increase and improve your personalization. And just by offering that feedback loop, it also creates engagement in people. Okay, so number four on the list, creating a sense of value and quality. Um, and there's a couple of easy ways you do this, and you'll be aware of this, right? But perceived value versus cost. So here's one of the overarching principles of a particularly a mystery subscription service that you want to be aware of. So by default, a subscription service that is focused on mystery, like our watch club is, like a number of different client um, boxes are, your prospect or your customer has in their mind this feeling of risk. What if the value isn't there? What if I don't like what I get? What if I pay over the odds for something I could have got less expensively elsewhere? So you have to quell those psychological thoughts. Those are anxieties and thoughts that every human being will have. And all of these principles, everybody is going to think about to some degree, whether it's the sense of urgency or engagement or trust, loyalty, anxiety, uh, pain points, fear of missing out. So you want to build your business using these principles as your leverage points. Because if you can stack up all these boxes and check them off, you know, whether it's perceived value versus cost, whether it's engagement, feedback loops, personalization, and so on, you're going to get massive loyalty out of your followership and your customers. So think about how you can actually showcase the boxes contents and ensure that people know that they heavily exceed in value the price that the person's paying. So if they're paying 50 bucks, and these products they could technically get elsewhere if they went searching. What you want to do is you want to make sure that the value is much, much more. It could be 80, depending on how luxury oriented your brand is. Maybe it's not as, as much of a like multiplication in terms of value versus cost. But say your box is 50 bucks. You would love to think that the customer is getting $100 or more in value from the products that they wouldn't be able to get anywhere else for as low a price as they're paying with you and what that does is that counterbalances the risk reward principle and lets them know hey i couldn't get this stuff cheaper anywhere else it's a great product i enjoy it i love it i want to put it on subscription the cost of it is inconsequential to me but the value is better than i could ever get um, the other thing you want to do there in terms of creating a sense of value and quality is over deliver Right. So think about adding bonuses into people's boxes and also offering people deals and perks. So exclusive member deals, VIP discounts, early access to new products. And I would suggest thinking about doing that genuinely and seriously, creating a VIP line to your box, whether the VIP line is more expensive, whether it offers a VIP experience only on an annual plan. I've got some clients that do that. They're all valid strategies and approaches. But what you would like to do there, I think, is is really offer certain elements of your customer base and maybe all customers exclusive deals and perks. Okay. Um, so what we do, we offer special one-time deals. Um, we offer things like that. Uh, we offer bonuses. We offer bundles. Um, so really just enhancing the value and creating an exclusive kind of 
bolster to your already great products and services, but offering deals and perks for those people. Okay, the final one for today, I want to talk about strategies for sustaining long-term engagement because you've spent all this money and effort and marketing and verbiage and influencer marketing, all this stuff to get people on board. How are you going to keep them there? And so a lot of the things that we've discussed do a lot of the job, a lot of the heavy lifting, like the feedback loops, like the perceived value and exclusive deals and, and that kind of thing. But there are other things that you can deploy to really bolster this and make it a strong reasoning for never leaving you, right? Once you get a customer on board, you want that customer in an ideal world to be a subscriber forever, right? Let's, you know, let's focus on that. And how do we go about eliciting that type of response on a long-term basis? And here's a couple of different opportunities here. So the first thing is renewal incentives. So offering incentives for subscriber renewals, such as loyalty discounts, bonus items, uh, loyalty rewards. Give you an example. When somebody has been a member of our watch club for six months, our system has an automation that is triggered that sends them a coupon or a credit into their system for $50 as a loyalty reward. And so that's $50 off their next purchase, their next renewal, whatever the case may be. Um, now in different subscription boxes, you may not be able to offer something quite that high level. Maybe it's $10 off. Uh, maybe it's a free bonus gift, something like that. But think about why do people keep subscribing? Yes, your product's great. That's excellent. Got that down. Yes, you're customizing for people. You're allowing them to buy into different products. That's great. You've built a community. That's all great. What else can we stack on? Because why not, right? Why not give them even more reason to be a part of it? So renewal incentives is a big one. Uh, also goes back to what I was saying about bonus items, surprise and delight tactics. So thinking about occasional surprises or bonus items or free upgrades, um, it makes it fresh and exciting. Like, oh, what if I get an upgrade next month? Or what if I get those free gifts that I saw going out to some members last month? Fear of missing out, right? Huge psychological principle. Make sure you think about strategies for doing that. It could be free swag. It could be, you know, a coupon that gets thrown into somebody's box. It could be the free upgrade concept. Again, going back to my watch club, what we do in that club is we offer free upgrades. So say somebody is on a $500 a month plan and maybe in month four or five. So they basically... You know, they're paying two and a half grand at this stage into our business. Maybe we do a free upgrade where we give them a tag hoyer worth about a thousand dollars, you know, that type of thing. And we show people that that's the type of upgrade that people will be getting um, when they do get this random upgrade. So surprise and delight tactics can be huge. Um, and then the final thing, transparent communication goes back to the idea of that feedback loop. But really, you know, thinking about how clear and consistently you can communicate about your box contents, your delivery schedules, and any changes that you make, you gotta really explain those to people, make sure that they know about them. Whether that's done in your onboarding, when they become a customer, through email campaigns, through dashboard messages, through push notifications, um, through community statements and you know press releases and that kind of thing, that's up to you. But really to just make sure it's super clear. So there's no gray areas. There's no, oh, well, hang on. I thought I would get my my delivery by this date in the month and it's not here. And I don't see anywhere in the dashboard that tells me where I'm going to get it or when I'm, how I'm going to get it. What's going on here? Really to, you know, dissipate any possible bottlenecks, any roadblocks, any friction to them staying 
for the long term with your brand, right? So those three things are super important. So renewal incentives, surprise and delight tactics, and transparent communications across the board is super important. So that is the session today. Hopefully that was of help and giving you some ideas in terms of how you can take each of these strategies, leverage the psychological principles that they engage with within human beings that are your kind of ideal avatars, ideal customers or members, and taking that forward and start, start to create, maybe sketch down on a piece of paper, a framework where you can say, hey, this is how we elicit the novelty factor. This is how we emphasize the convenience. This is the brand story. This is the community connection we're going to add as a brand new feature to our business that we haven't had before. These are the ways we're going to tailor our experience and issue new feedback loops so people know that they are listened to and heard. Um, these are the deals that we're going to give, the incentives for people staying around. These are the things we're going to start doing in our box to really you know, give that added value for people. It doesn't cost a lot of money, but we're going to throw in these freebies or issue some free upgrades. And we're going to communicate all of this to people in a logical way that they can see very clearly what they're getting from our business. So with those types of principles in mind, now you can really go to town on the psychology of subscribing and make sure that all of these factors or most of them or the ones that work best for your particular business are in play in your marketing and your business and strategy and structure and get started today, get those things in place. And believe me, you will see a massive uptick in onboarding, in retention, a reduction in churn and more of a fervent following and community surrounding your brand than ever before if you do all of these things in sequence. So thanks for listening, guys. Hopefully it was of help. Take care and I will see you in the next one. Hey folks, if you enjoyed this, head on over to subscriptionsecrets.marketing. You'll see there on the homepage there's all sorts of free resources, communities to join, courses, expert opinions and interviews and subscription soliloquies. And you can pick and choose what works best for you within this industry. But the goal of this entire community is to uplift one another to new levels of success. So without further ado, head on over, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, join any courses or communities you would like, download any of the free action plans, and I look forward to hearing of your success real soon.